We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. One, we're alive. What's good, everybody? Welcome back for. The 60th podcast of MDH TV. <laughs> you feel me? Um, yeah. How, how you feel about uh, this being our 60th? Feels good, man. For me, we're getting up there. I feel like we've done a lot of podcasts, but it really doesn't feel like we've it done that. Feel like 60 at all. For me, I feel like we, we could be on like 300 by now. Yeah, and we've probably done like 63. Yeah, because yeah. like a couple scrap ones. Facts. But yeah, it don't feel like 60 at all. Yeah. Uh how how was your first week being back on campus? Uh it's been pretty cool, but the only bad part is there's hella smoke outside. So like niggas haven't been able to skate. Like smoke from what? Y'all got stoners? No, from a fire. Oh. Nigga, what? It's like the bro, it's literally like orange outside. If I could show you, I would. But Crazy. yeah, so isn't well, I mean, like, since you bring it up, isn't it kind of crazy that, like, how every year on the west coast, mainly in California, there's these wildfires? Yeah, do you think, like, what do you think? Do you think, like, is it just natural that these fires happen, or like, are they being orchestrated, or like, is there no way we can? find out preventative measures like what do you think about this whole like environmental fire crisis going on in california right now or on the west coast i guess now i mean i know i know like a good percentage of them i don't know if it's more than half but a good percentage is like uh it's because of humans or whatever but like and i know we sometimes we get on here and we bukkake the fuck out of donald trump but he was that he was like y'all LA needs to clean up their their floors and like uh where the wildfires are happening so that way it doesn't spread and nobody cleans it up. So I think that's probably like one of the preventative measures we could take is just like cleaning shit up so it doesn't spread. Now this one that's happening right now, this is I think the one that's happening right now is in Nevada. So I think it's in Lake Tahoe, maybe. So I don't know. I think maybe it's just like this one may just be a force of nature. Cause I don't know what really caused it, and I know it's not a lot of people in Tahoe. Yeah, uh, bro, it's such a hindrance because like you literally can't do shit outside, and when you go outside, it smells like hella smoke. I mean, I guess other people can, but one thing that surprised me is like niggas stop walking around with a mask right now when that fucking earth is on fire. But when it was COVID, they had like six masks on. Bro, like I went on. I went on a, a like, what well, on a half tour. I didn't stay for the whole tour because it was stupid. But like at the beginning, we had to start inside a lobby, 
and we had our mask on in the lobby. We walk through the magic door and we can take our mask off because we're, we're all still side by side. We get outside, bro, just take the mask off. And I was like, bro, that's so stupid because no, nobody spread apart or nothing. We were just outside now. And I was like, yeah, this is the logic of human beings right now. Literally. Literally. Like, it's, it's crazy. Expect This smoke shit really, like, showed me how the media controls. I mean, I already knew that. But the media control. it showed me, again, the media controls everything. Because, like, there's not huge propaganda that's, like, smoke is dangerous. Don't breathe it in. So people are outside like it's nothing. Like people, some people can skate outside right now. I know they're dying afterwards, but some people are skating right now. But when the media is like, oh, there's an airborne flu flying around, you know, you should cover up. It's like now people want to, people aren't even believing their own eyes. Like you could look outside and be like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't breathe that shit in. But you feel me when it's something you can't see, but the government is telling you that it's something. Now you want to wear M95s and shit. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of frustrating being, like, in a space where you're just surrounded by a bunch of people who can't think for themselves. Because, like, anything you say goes against the status quo. Like, for instance, we had a club fair today, right? (laughs) And there was this BSU stand, right? And I went up there. And uh, I just, I was like, yo, what do y'all think about the hoteps? And immediately after I asked that one question, they entired it. They was like, yo, join this and that. I asked one question. They was like, oh, uh, and like, didn't even talk to me no more, basically. And I was like, <laughs> and she was like, well, I don't like them because they're misogynistic. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Whatever, whatever. She was like, why are you hotel? I was like, I wouldn't say that. I think I'm just myself. And she just didn't talk to me for the rest of the time after that. I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if the hoteps are misogynistic or not. I don't think from what I've seen of them, they're not. But I'm here personally, but I don't know. From what I've seen, I understand how someone could feel that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying they are, but I understand why someone could feel like that. Yeah, I mean. I understand too, and I—I I, I mean, that's the same thing with that's all dependent on perspective, though, because that's the same thing. Like when somebody says, if a person from one race or one culture doesn't want to live with another race, they're racist. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that groups of people are naturally like accustomed to living with their their kind. You know, just that's human nature, like. Black people naturally are comfortable around other black people. White people are naturally comfortable around other white people, vice versa. So I don't necessarily think that is racist if one group says, yo, we just want to live with our own kind. And I feel like it's the same way. Like the hoteps, they might be like, yo, we think women are good at some things and men are good at some things. And some people might take that as that being misogynistic. But it's not. It's just like their perspective on life. You just got to respect. I mean, and again, I don't know everything. So I don't know if they're like going out there and being like, yo, uh, women just need to be in the kitchen and shit. Like if it's like that, then obviously I don't agree. But 
I definitely do think like women are definitely better than men at a lot of things, but there's also things that men are better than at women than women at. And I think like you just gotta be honest with yourself. All right. Now I got two things I could say. One could like challenge what you said, and one could just like add on to it. Which one do you want to hear? Uh challenge. This isn't the challenge really isn't like my personal thing, but my dad had asked me this one time and he was like, okay, say that that's not racist to want to stay with yourself, right? I mean, stay with your own people, right? Because you know how we talk about segregation a lot, but say in the America situation where you drug, where you drag these people over here. And white people obviously have superior resources, superior networking. Yeah. They just have more opportunities Definitely. than black people. So it's it's hard to just be like blacks can stay with blacks and whites can stay with whites because somebody has an unfair advantage over the yeah. other. Now I know we I know we talked about like, you know, shit on a small scale, like black people had their own businesses and things like that. But Still, that's not generating the type of wealth that the white community is. So yeah. you think it's still right that white people would stay to themselves and black people should stay to themselves in that situation? Um. Okay. So my statement was looking at human nature outside, just human nature, period. Now, in society, that's a different thing because you have all these factors that you have to provide context for. So like, if we were in a perfect world where there wasn't shit where people were enslaved and all these other things, then we could talk about, yeah, then that's where equal but separate comes in at. Like, I don't think equal, equal but separate is necessarily wrong if it's truly equal because there's black history and there's white history. But once you try and combine the two, one of them gets pushed to the back automatically. And it's not going to be the one of the majority is you want to always be the minority. So the minority is automatically getting oppressed by you guys trying to, you know, just, what's the word, uh, integrate automatically. What I meant necessarily by staying to your own kind, quote unquote, is really just socially and like lifestyle. And again, I know like, like, Trust me, I know, because I'm from Black America, and I know how nice fucking white America is. Personally, I still would rather be in Black America than nice-ass white America, to be honest, as long as the gang violence isn't there. But um, I think business is different. If you're making money, they don't. nobody gives a fuck. They only care about the color green. If you know how to get money, like, I think the problem a lot of the time in America, and I'm not saying that, race isn't a factor because it definitely is but i think sometimes a lot of people focus so much on race that they don't try and improve themselves or improve their product so they'll always look at the race factor as what's holding them down and never just look at themselves and be like maybe i have to tweak something to improve this which i'm not saying it can't it's not the race factor but if you're black you've been living your whole life you know been having to go through those obstacles anyway so you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, damn, all this shit's happening to me because I'm Black, because that's literally my life. I've lived like that in my entire life. So there's no use in me putting energy towards complaining about that. Whereas 
if, if like like I said, for me, me for instance, I just look at it as all right, maybe I need to tweak something to get better. And I think that's what most people should think. But I definitely do understand your point on white America has better resources, better schools, all that than black America. I think equal but separate is almost the right way to go because America is a land full of immigrants, but there's always going to be a majority of one kind. And if you try and integrate all of that, those minorities get pushed to the back and it might not even be on purpose, but they're not, their history is going to be slowly, slowly chopped away. How do you feel? You know, we're kind of going off topic a little bit, but it's okay. But how do you feel like, cause you know how white people be, or like not white people, but like people today will be like, this is stolen land. Like this isn't, this isn't even white people's land to to make laws on anyways or whatever. How do you how do you feel about that? Like how do you feel like white people like what's just what's your thoughts on that? Um I mean you can complain all day and night about the state of the world and history, but at the end of the day, the world is how it is. So there's no use in really unless like you're powerful enough or you got a plan in order to change the way the world operates, which is what we're doing right now. But you feel me like we're not, again, we're not sitting here and being like, oh, white people can't do this because you're just complaining. You're not doing shit, but complaining. They're still going to be doing it. So like, what are you really doing? A lot of people need to take, stop like spending time complaining and like start doing um, but I mean, like, personally, I, I can see where they're coming from. I agree with it. This isn't their land. They took it over and they're making laws. With it. But well, you can argue you. that. But you can argue that about the entire world. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. I was going to say, like, that's just how. Yeah, that's what I'm, so, like, yeah, like, because we're being real, like, black people were on this world first. So all this shit owned up, like, belongs to us. But realistically, we. Like, it just wouldn't work like that, if that makes exactly. sense. So, like, you feel me? Like, history is history. You can't change it. You got to accept it, no matter how sad, no matter how bad it was. So, like, they won. It might have been fucked up. Those times are different now. It's not like that now. They won, though. And you got to, like, respect yeah. that this is their land. They won the fight. It wasn't like they – I mean, they did just take it over, but it was a battle, though, like, and they won. And, like, even though it was unfair, you kind of have to respect that because this is – it's not like we can change the fucking timeline world. Exactly. Yeah. I definitely feel that. Because I, I always say to myself, like, these people weren't good people at all. Like, I'm not saying that, that slave owners were good people, but you got to look at it in the sense of, like, this, is, this was the norm back then. So, like – it's not like they're going out of their way to be bad. They're just living day-to-day life. You feel me? And I feel like a lot of people like forget that this was just what they did every day. Like yeah. slavery was something that people did every single day. So of course, no one's just going to bat an eye to it. If you were born, if you were a white kid born when slavery was happening and died when slavery was happening, there's not a great chance that you would think it's wrong. I mean, your parents are telling you it's right. Your uncles are telling everybody's telling you it's right so it's like and you're not supposed to go against your parents you feel me so it's like i i i 
just t- I chalk it up as a loss because you, there's nothing you can do about it. But also, it's an unfortunate situation. Like exactly. you're a product of your environment. I so I'm the, the classes I'm taking this semester. Just so I let y'all know, because I'm gonna just be talking about them throughout this podcast. I'm taking intro to entrepreneurship, uh, and our our uh, professor is a millionaire because he's created his own product and sold it and then just retired and he only teaching for fun at this point uh, i'm taking symbolic logic and our prevent where our textbook is the book our professor wrote about the the bridge between mathematics and philosophy i'm taking um also residential segregation and redlining which and that's why I brought up this class in the first place. And I'm taking comparative politics. But the residential segregation and redlining, we were talking today. Uh, yeah, it was today. And it was like we were talking about how people are a product of where their environment, their family, the people that, you know, shape their, their minds and their own selves, their mental influence. So two of those three, three things you can't even control. And one of them is being controlled by the other two things, unless you recognize that it's being controlled by. So like people got to realize that, especially if you're woke, you should realize this, that people are really sleep and don't realize that they're living a quote unquote incorrect way. And I say quote unquote, because there's no such thing as the incorrect way. They're just perspectives. But you got to like be patient with people. You can't yell at people and be mad at people for not understanding because they were never exposed to it. Exactly. You should be grateful that you were exposed to it. Like I'm grateful that I went through all the bullshit I went through at a young age because now I'm a being that I can look at all this shit in college and look at all these classes. I'm saying it's like I already know all this shit because I already went through it real life, real time. And I, I look at all these people who came from sheltered environments and shit, and they don't have that same luxury. And I feel bad for them. Like, people got to stop accepting this big, like, your mind and the way you view the world is so powerful, it can really change everything. Like, I could either look at myself as a victim because of how I came from, or as a fucking warrior, as a god, literally. Yeah, but can, can, can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Being a victim makes you a veteran you feel me like being a victim of of real life and real harsh realities makes you someone that experienced it and knows how to deal with it so so like for example i've been in situations where it was it was pretty much life or death so now i know how to deal with smaller situations that seem like life or death to other people like they're nothing because i've been through real situations and real things and a lot of people especially now that I'm up here with these college kids, it's like a lot of people, a lot of these kids really haven't been through anything. So the smallest shit is like, that shit blows their mind. Like, they're like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. And then I'm like talking to these, to these people. And I'm like, wow, like you don't know how to do the simplest tasks. Like, even though you may seem like the smartest person, you don't don't know how how to do laundry. You don't know how to perform the simplest. I'm like, Come on, bro. And then, like, now now that I stay with people that kind of grew up in the same environment as me, like, you see how they know what to do. Like, they're not, like, on no bullshit. But, like, these college kids, because they haven't seen anything or they haven't been through a lot, 
and obviously I'm not talking about everybody, but just like the people that I've noticed, like they don't know how to do shit by themselves. You know how we were talking in the last pod about being scared of getting lost when we got back to college or whatever? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to choose my next words very carefully. So when I got back, there were events being hosted by the school um, that, you know, I attended or whatever. And, like, there were a lot of people there. There were music and people dancing or whatever at these events being hosted by the university. Um, and I just realized that it's not for me. And I was like, and I felt like good about it. Cause I was like, Yo, yeah. I'm glad that like, I'm in this space. All these people are here and like all these things are going on and like people are actively like the university I'm at is actively like inviting me. And I'm just like, I would rather just literally stay in my dorm room because I just don't fuck with it. Like one night that I had the opportunity to go to a university led event one night and um or stay in the crib and watch Korean dramas. I didn't choose that, but I was with this person. We were watching Korean drama. Nah, bro, fuck that actually. I'm That's why we gotta talk about that shit at the end. But um yeah and I was like you know what I'd rather watch Korean dramas than you know go out to this university-led event because like I just don't like enjoy that shit and I'm glad I think like the only reason I did the first semester or first year a little bit was because like my whole life I was just always in the gym and I was like it was just new you know like you always think you like new shit yeah like Nigga, hell no. But let me tell you about, like, wait, wait. You can, if you want to respond to that. I got a story, too. So, at, on campus, right, they had a T-Pain concert. So, really? yeah, like, T-Pain came up here, Sage Gemini. And uh, one of my roommates, he was like, he called me. And he was like, hey, like, let's go to the concert. You feel me? Bro, why don't you vlog it? No, listen. Can I listen? Oh, all right. So, he, uh... <clears throat> He was like, uh, let's go to it because he wanted to see this girl that was up there. And I already knew, like, a, a girl that was going up there. But I was like, I still don't really want to go because, like, that's just not my setting. But I was like, fuck it. Like, if he going to go, I'll go. I mean, kind of. Because I, I brought my skateboard because I was like, I already know some bullshit going to happen. I'm not going to want to go in. So then I, I pull up, right? The line, bro, it's like hundreds of people in line it like wraps around the whole street so i'm like so i'm like first of all i don't want to stand this long ass line especially for some shit that i don't really want to see so uh but as i'm looking at the kids i'm like bro like everybody looks the same dress the same everything every fifth person looks the same damn near especially because we got mask on so then we get in the line basically said I can't go in because I have my backpack or and whatever because I had my the little tripod thing in my backpack because I was gonna film it but then I was like they told me um I couldn't go in so I went to go skate right and at this point it's smoky it, it was pretty smoky at this point like I was a dumbass for skating outside right but then I see kids running back to their dorm to get shit to like get like whatever they need for the front and I'm like 
these niggas are running, breathing in all these smoke. Like I, I know they're dying, but in the back of my, exactly for T Pain, like, but it was like in the back of my mind while I was skating, I was like, and then I was looking at the snaps because you know, like when you miss like a party or something, you look at the snaps. Yeah. I was looking at the snap, but I was like, I'm so happy that I didn't get in there because I would much rather skate and much rather just be on my own shit than do it, do whatever the fuck they're doing. Like a lot of that shit just doesn't seem fun to me. Like going to parties and stuff. Maybe it is because I haven't really been to a good party. But like, yeah, maybe like I just go to like trash can. But yeah. like, <laughs> hey, it's crazy. We got Fetty Wap coming, and I'm gonna go and vlog because you know I'm getting that footage for y'all. You feel me? But I do get what you mean. I got kicked out honestly because so, like. In this vlog that's coming up, there was, like, a stunt jump, like, on campus. And, like, I was going to do it, but I wasn't scared to do it at all. The line was just long as fuck. And I was like, I'm not about to wait in this line. Like, it was so – like, it was, like, a 45-minute wait. And I was like, it's not that deep. Like, how, for a four-second clip. How does it feel to be uh in class again, like, in person? Are we yeah, we started class uh, Monday. It's, it's crazy, honestly, because, like, I was here last year, and, like, literally on one, one road or one, like, stretch of the campus, there's more people walking than I saw on the entire campus last year. And, like, I low-key don't even like it because, I mean, I like being in, in person, but, one, I don't like wearing the mask. Two, like, it's kind of hard sitting through a whole, whole lecture, like, I'm not even going to cap. Because I've been, like, trying to be good about it, and I keep my phone either in my dorm room or in my backpack. Like, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I don't even have to bring my phone or computer anyway, anywhere, which I kind of like because, like, both my teachers say no laptops or anything. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I like it only because, like, there's so many people on campus I can't really skate comfortably. No, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Like. I mean, I haven't been – I haven't had the opportunity to skate yet, but I was like, when I do, like, I, this shit's going to be packed. But, like, yeah. fuck it. But, like, honestly, yeah, like you said, bro, it's hard as fuck to sit in a class again. Like, in high school, that shit was already hard. And I guess it's easier now, to be honest. But yeah. it was, like, when I was sitting – because we – like, my first class, it was literally, like, a high school class. Like, it was probably only, like, 16 of us, 20. And – like, I was sitting there on the desk, and I put uh, a paper into a notebook because I never kept folders in high school. So I was like a binder, so I just used to stick that shit in a notebook, and I did the same shit today. And I was like, wow, bro, like, that shit, like, that feeling of nostalgia just came back because I just really felt like I was in high school again. So I was like. Bro, I was going to get a binder, but I was like, I don't want to feel like I'm in high school. So like, <laughs> I'm just, like, fold the papers and put it in my notebook. Bro. But, that shit's crazy. Facts. I mean, like, you started class already? Mm-hmm. How was it? It was cool. I got, uh, I missed my first class yesterday. So I was kind of sad about that. I missed Japanese, but it was because I had to figure out this financial aid shit. But today I went to Japanese. It was hella cool. Like, it was cool because I'm like kind of behind. Like, I'm way behind, not even kind of behind. I'm hella behind. So it's like, I could feel that like urge. Cause like, you know, in school, like I never strive to be the best. 
But like when I was in sitting in class, I was like, fuck, bro. Like I want to really get, I want to be the best at this shit by the end of the semester. So like I'm doing the homework and shit early. I mean, it'll probably like fade off towards the end of the semester because that's just how the shit goes. But I'm going to try to like be the best in the class. That's what's up. Bro, like my entrepreneurship class, it just like, well, I was already motivated to like take MBH to the next level this year, but like it really motivated me more because he's like the whole class is designed around like trying to build somebody's project. Like there's no curriculum. He's literally just trying to help us start businesses. That's what's and up. like I was just like, and bro, he was reading us Dr. Seuss, and there was this line, and like this shit may sound corny. But, like, bro, this shit inspired me so much. Like, it it's, it, the line was, you have brains in your head, you have feet in your shoes, you can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own, and you know what you know, and you are the guy who will decide where to go. And I was just, like, he read that in class, and I was, like, damn, like, I got goosebumps and shit, only because I was, like, it resonated with me personally so much because I know my ideas are good ideas. I know I'm smart, but sometimes like the noise of all these other people around you can like make you question yourself. And then like he said, you decide where you go. And I realized that, you know, like, I don't want to like, be doing things and living a way to where I'm allowing other people's opinion and what they think dictate where I'm gonna take myself because that's just like man like who are y'all y'all like y'all don't even know who y'all are yourselves though to be real and like I was thinking like I was writing the assignment today because you had to do reflection the reflection I was like I was like I realized that you know, I'm not supposed to be where I am right now. Like, the place I grew up, the environment I was was in, it's not designed for me to be at this school I'm at, having these opportunities I have, having the grades I have, yada, yada, yada. And, like, it just made me be like, realize that I've already beat the odds in life. And it's nothing to beat the odds with you feel me, a product that you even enjoy doing if you already beat the odds in life. So, yeah, it just inspired me to turn up. And uh, I said that because, you feel me, we made the, – these are coming out as stickers soon, as soon as I figure out, like, how to work the sticker. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been, like, I made these uh, templates to, you know, promote around campus. So I've been – you know, uh, hanging them up and stuff around campus. And I think we've gotten a couple new followers already. Uh, you know, we're going to see how it goes. But make sure y'all check out the two latest videos, the reaction to the Naruto fights and, you know, my um, my short video on my goals for this year and the vlog that's premiering Thursday, tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, it's going up tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday. 
Yeah, this is posting Wednesday. I thought you said Thursday. Yeah, the vlog is posting Thursday. Oh, oh, the video is going up tomorrow. Yeah. Bro, it's Wednesday right now. So, yeah, the vlog is going up tomorrow. It's, it's, oh, bro, you're smart. <laughs> no, yeah. And you feel me? Check out our, our latest viral video. <laughs> we got like, we got like 430 views, but like, I want to get your opinion on that, on that music video. The, oh. Uh, the Lil Nas X one. Well, first off, I just wanted to say, I think you did a great job with that video. You said what? I just wanted to say, I think you did a great job with that video. Thank you. Second. Um, I think it was weird. <laughs> uh, I was a little uncomfortable, but I mean, like, nah, it was weird because, like, why was they naked dancing in a shower like that? Yeah. And I would have said it was weird even if it was, like, a bunch of girls. Right. But I wouldn't have been as uncomfortable because I'm straight, obviously, but I would have still thought it was pretty weird because it's on YouTube. Yeah, like, when I was uh when I was reacting to it, I couldn't say like everything I wanted to say because you know it's YouTube and shit. But honestly, fuck all that gay shit. Like honestly, like I'm no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> Bruh. No, I'm just playing. But like in all seriousness though, like it did make me feel uncomfortable. But like Tommy said, like if it was a whole bunch of girls, I'd have felt uncomfortable. Like if I would have watched like when I watched the WAP video. I was I still haven't watched that shit to this day when I watched it actually I'm gonna do a reaction to it but when I watched it I was like what the like what is this because it's not like it's the fact that it's being media like it's the fact that it's so popular and it's on such an open uh like platform like YouTube so anybody can watch it so I'm like this shit's like like this is weird and it's crazy because kids are gonna be watching it Exactly, whether it's girl or boy, and this song is on the fucking radio. So it's like it's it's literally the name of the song is wet ass pussy. No, I'm talking about uh the Lil Nas X. Oh. So kids gonna hear the song on the radio. They already got a fake YouTube that they're that they're 27 on. Mind you, they're eight in real life. They're gonna go home, search the video up, and watch the video. Like that's insane to me. That and then and then when I get we can't talk about some vaccines. Like that shit, that shit's nuts. But bro, chill, bro. It's just the system that we live in. And like I've been like kind of venturing into this uh transgenderism because I watch a, a lot of Ben Shapiro. And now they got a fucking commercial of a transgender on a fucking on uh what's that Nickelodeon where they're talking about so but this is how it starts. It starts off as an animation and it's like uh some parent, I mean, some kids have two dads, two moms, right? Which is which is okay, we get it. Then they're like, then you have the non because they do it with animals, they're like, you got the non-binary animal, yada yada yada. And then they're like, you got the trans otters, and it's like, why would you even show that to a bunch of kids? I mean like who don't even need to know about that shit? Like, who the fuck is thinking when they're eight, they're non-binary or they're transgender? I mean, 
I feel like there is there may be kids that think they're transgender, but it's probably like a 0.2% of the population, if that. It's like you gotta recognize kids are sponges. Literally. So and they know that. look, they're gonna think. Like if you're showing them something and you're like, yo, this is cool. And I'm the art. I'm about to choose my words very fucking careful. No, nah, fuck that. No, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. No, nah, fuck that. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say. Nah, because nah, fuck that. Nah, fuck that. My goddamn words. I got to edit the shit and all this bullshit. Bro, say it. Nigga, no, because I got to deal with these fucking... No, all right, first off, all right, I'm, a, I'm not going to hold my tongue for this. Hold niggas. up, hold up, hold up. No, nah, let me say this. I'm not going to hold my tongue, but I'm watching what the fuck I say about this because this shit is dangerous out here. You don't know, bro. I'm literally at a school with fucking kids of millionaires and billionaires and politicians, all white liberals and shit. Nigga, I say something on a pod, everybody fucking hates me. That's and I don't even say no controversial shit like that. That's everybody, though. We got to get everybody. Come on, bro. Yeah, but I'm not trying to get expelled. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> let me say, choose my words very fucking carefully. <laughs> get expelled. <laughs> I think. You feel me? It's cool to want to be yourself. But I think it is wrong to try and put that in the faces of the youth because they are sponges. And if you're like, yo, it's cool to be, you know, to change your genders or it's all right to feel, you know, uncomfortable in your body, which it is all right. But that's not an idea you need to give kids who are literally growing and changing every day. You, feel me? you know how many times I felt uncomfortable in my body growing up just because I was growing? Yeah, exactly. You feel me? Like, my knees hurt just because I was growing. And, like, you're telling kids, you're putting this in the minds of kids, and they're just going to be confused. And, like, we're laughing about it, but it's not funny at all. And, like, remember, I brought this up, like, a bunch of pods ago. Bro, I be feeling like the smartest nigga in the world sometimes. Remember, the first time I brought this up to you, I was like, they're starting to show these drag queen uh, commercials on on Hulu after they show Naruto. And I was like, Naruto is a cartoon. Who watches cartoons? Kids. Now they're on Nickelodeon with it. See, you know what I think it is? I think I agree with you, what you said, but one of the thoughts I had was like, I remember Joe Rogan once said, because you know how like hella vegans and vegetarians hate that nigga because he like posts meat pigs. Oh, yeah. And um, he was just like, the amount of vegans there are is so small. Like the percentage is so tiny, but they're loud. And I feel like that's the same thing with the transgender movement and, and the transgender movement because they're, they're, they're so, powerful though. Yeah, they're very powerful and they're very loud. So you think there's a whole bunch of transgenders walking around, but in reality, it's such a small percentage. There's probably less than a million. Huh? There's probably less than a million. It's probably like 2% of the population. So my thing is... Oh, like, that's hella. 2%? 1%. Like that's like 3 million still. Okay, less than... Okay, the numbers don't matter. But what I'm saying is, is like, there's just some issues you shouldn't bring in. Because I brought up this example, right? To, to a person I was talking to yesterday when we were debating. But, but I mean, uh, I want to hear your example. Well, yeah, go ahead. Actually, let me hear your example first. So my my example or like my idea was like, you have a lot of kids that, that are immigrants and, and 
who have or have illegal parents or whatever, but they're not putting animated commercials on Nickelodeon about that shit. Why? Because that's not an issue that kids need to be stressing about. So I was like, the same thing with transgenders. I mean, there's probably more illegal immigrants in this country than there is transgenders. So yeah, yeah. So my thing is, so why would you? Why would you put that in the in the in the minds of kids, but not talk about other serious issues? Because transgender, like body, body uh, or gender dys- dysmorphia or whatever the fuck it's called, that's like a serious issue. And now it's like being played with. Like you could have a nigga dress up as a girl, and then he could go back to a guy, and there's no one bats an eye. Little do you know, on a spiritual level, that's fucking all your. That's fucking everything up. That's and that's on yeah. a spiritual level, the most important level. But even on a, yeah. but even on a social level, it's like you're confusing kids to the point yeah. where you don't know what's if a kid if a boy comes in there. Like imagine when you were in first grade, a boy came in there wearing a dress, you would be like, "What the fuck?" You would probably make fun of him. But now you're gonna get in trouble for making fun of a kid doing some shit that nobody on this earth is doing besides him, and maybe like a few others. But they try to make it seem like it's so normal because they have uh, famous people like Dwayne Wade's son doing it. You got the Ruth Paul show, whatever that shit is. If it's Ruth Paul, Chris Paul, whatever, doing all this gay shit. And it's like, that's not not even gay shit because it's not gay shit. But doing this transgender shit when it's not normal. You feel me? But they try to make it seem like it's normal. All right. This is all I'm going to say about that. Right? Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. You feel me? Look, and I I agree with some of the things you said. I agree a good amount of the things you said. But I just want to make the, the distinction that there's really no such thing as normal. It's just majority opinion. Because if you look at Black America, how we live our lives is not normal. But to us, it's normal. It's not normal to majority of America because majority of America is white. See, but I think that I think that applies to most things, but with this thing, I don't think it applies to because nah, it because like when you look, you got to understand like how people are living inside their mind. So like it normal is not the same. Normalness doesn't equate to right or wrong universally. You feel me? Like for instance, a lot of the shit that is normal in society is wrong. But what I'm saying is. On the level of if if you were to just take out all of society, take out everything that mattered to humans, and just stripped us bare butt ass naked, and you looked at the and we and you look at animals, there is no like animals aren't doing that shit. So every organism on this earth, I think in this sense it is normal because every other organism on this earth is living in a similar. Living but this is what I'm saying, though. What we are. I get what you're saying, and I'm. I don't disagree, but this is all I'm saying. You gotta understand that this this power, this ability to think that humans have that's so unique and different from other species, it can have you living in a living hell. And if you are living in a living hell, and you honestly think the only way for you to get out of that hell is for you to change your body. I have no right to say, like, you can't do that. Me neither. You have no right to force that on me. But I have no right, you know, to be like, yo, you're wrong for thinking you're in the wrong body. Now, I can think that, and I'm going to always keep it to myself because it's disrespectful to try and say you're something that you, that say you're not something that you really think you are. But I mean, like, 
I don't know. Honestly, I'll just try not to pay attention. I think the best thing you can do is just try not to pay attention to it. See, my thing is, like... Even though you can't do that, because that's how they fucking get you. I'm that's why it's Nickelodeon right now. See, see, I don't have a problem with transgender people at all. I love them. Transgenders are my favorite people. No, I'm just playing. But I do, like, I don't have a problem with them at all. They're, like, they're honestly, like, cool as fuck. I know a transgender. <laughs> And uh, he's pretty cool as fuck. She, she's been, she was cool as fuck when she was a girl. He is cool as fuck now. He's a guy. But my thing is, is like, I'm the problem I have is is obviously it being forced on the youth. But I think the concern that I have is what is this gonna lead to? Because like now you're taking out science, biology, and you're just throwing shit around. So is this gonna? Is this trend gonna? keep on going with other issues outside of transgenderism are they going to stop are they going to totally disregard science and disregard all the shit that we've learned up until now just because it's convenient for some people or the people with power i think that's my main concern and i feel like it's happening with other issues you look at politics you have a whole bunch of data that backs one thing up but then you have somebody with power who says one thing and now all that science is just pushed out the window because you have somebody like Fauci saying some shit or somebody like Biden saying some shit. So I think it's more so of just this culture of disregarding science because it's because it's convenient and because it makes people feel good that I'm worried about. Definitely. I mean, see, and this, like, when we get into conversations like this, this is what makes me believe more and more that we're in a hell plan. Yeah. Because... If you think about it, like you said, there's only one direction that keeps going and it keeps progressing. It's not just going to stop anywhere. You know, like, it's not going to stop at, you know, uh, freaking, for instance, uh, it's just not going to stop. It's going to go to bestiality. It's going to go to pet. It's just going to keep going. Like, let's be honest. So, I mean, like, and if you think about it logically, based on how we're living right now and, you know, the freedoms people deserve and the liberties they deserve, you can't even dispute it. There's technically nothing wrong with what these people are saying. Or like, if I, if I think I love a fucking cat, you have no right to say I don't. There's, there's technically nothing wrong about that because you're right. I don't. But if you really think about, like, how the universe is supposed to operate, and the energy and frequency is supposed to be on, I can't help but just believe we're on a hell planet. Exactly. Exactly. And, like, I want to talk about one thing, too, before before we get off of here. And I know you, you want to talk about it, too, but... Bro, we barely even touched any of the topics we had. I know that. I was literally about to bring it up. Oh, which one? Joe Biden and the Taliban. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Oh, I don't want to talk about that yet. We, real quick, I just want to touch on a few little little quick hitters real quick. Uh, but I, I wanted to say um earlier while we was talking about school. <laughs> I went to the gym and that shit was fire. <laughs> yeah, low key, but I got a good workout in. And then I went, nah, but I went to hoop after. And bro, like, that shit was like 
different, bro. Like, why? I feel like it was just me in the gym alone. Oh yeah, that's fun, bro. I I can't even lie. Yeah. That's like you put your earphones. In. I think I think what makes it fun though is just the solitude of it, not necessarily the sport. Cause I can skate alone, and that's just. No, I don't. I don't have the same enjoyment skating alone. I'll be honest. Really? I think, like, and I realized, like, I really realized that I've literally been a basketball player my whole life, and I stepped away from that completely for like a year and a half. And I feel like, to an extent, that's why I felt like kind of lost. And I like just being back on the court. Like, bro, I, I even just thinking about it, bro, like, I can't even, like, describe the feeling because it was like, like, damn, I just felt like myself. Like, I felt comfortable again and all that. And not to say I don't feel comfortable just being myself naturally. Like, I wore these bright-ass green pants today, the pink shirt, and, like, heads was fucking calm. They were like, you fly as fuck. I was like, I know. Like, <laughs> I said I know. I didn't say I know, but I was like, good look. But, yeah, I don't know. It was just, like, an amazing feeling. I think I low-key want to walk on the team. Because, like, I went to – we play. I went back later that day, and um, fucking there was runs, and I was cooking heads. But I, I was tired as fuck, so, like, niggas was hell out of shape. But I was like, yeah. But do it. Bro, I and I'm like, I think I'm gonna do it just because like, I don't want to like look back and be like, damn, I could have did this shit, but I didn't. And especially with the podcast more than anything, and that's why like, I don't give it. I mean, you we've already known. That. I haven't gave a fuck about my social media in this for a while, but like, I really don't give a fuck. Every day that goes by, I don't give a fuck more and more, and like. As far as like what I say on the podcast or in the videos and just recording in public now, like I'm getting more comfortable with that. Yeah. I went to the club fair today and there was so many, like thousands of people were just all around all these clubs. And like I was recording the whole time. I was like, you know, like they might look at me like I'm weird. And honestly, I may be weird. And I just got to accept that thing because like, I can't expect to be, like, great and then expect to be accepted by regular people. It doesn't work like that. Like, if you're great, you got to, like, go through that bullshit of everybody's doubting you, everybody's hating on you, nobody believes in you, everybody thinks you're fucking crazy. I mean, look at Kanye. He's a billionaire. He's still going through it. So, I mean, I just really accepted that really over these past two days. I feel good about it. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. But um but also before we get to to you know that juicy thing everybody wants to hear about, so make sure y'all keep listening. Um did you hear about the Facebook metaverse? Nah, just what you told me about it. So all right, for those of y'all who don't know, Zuckerberg just created very smart guy. I'll give him that. Dude is a genius, evil genius, but a genius. So he just created a metaverse, which is basically virtual reality and reality is bridging the gap. We're close. Like, we're really close now because what's going to happen? Hey, what's today? August 24th. Mark my words. 
what's going to happen is after this, and I think I said this already on the last pod. After there's there's Made in America, uh, all these fucking concerts and festivals and shit going on, right? All these college and and this is how it's already happened because there's heads here that got that that jabby jab that shot. And they got vaccinated. I mean, they already got uh, tested positive for COVID here already on this campus. So what's going to happen is after all these con- concerts and festivals in these next two, three months, after they make y'all get that second and third dose, new new variant, the Lambarian or Lambent. It's going to start with an L. Just remember that. Lambent or Lambarian. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's going to pop off, right? We going back on lockdown, y'all got to go to school through the metaverse now. And that's going to be the thing. So the metaverse is you put on these VR goggles and you're walking around interacting with people like you're in real life, but it's all virtual. And that's where we headed. Get ready. Yeah. <clears throat> Think about that. That's crazy as fuck. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. I never heard of the theory. Of that theory, but that's crazy. It's not even a theory though. Like this. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, you mean my theory? So yeah, yeah, yours. I thought you were some better. I was like, that's some real shit. Yeah, no, I seen the uh like the picture of it or something. Yeah, that's crazy though. But like, it's crazy how fast this shit's happening. Like, VR just. I feel like VR just came out like two two years ago, maybe three, and then now it's just like just progressing fast, and it's only going to progress faster because now they got a better understanding of it and it's gonna be it's gonna get to a point where like maybe this will be the end of humanity because like maybe it'll get to a point where we become the simulators in the simulation and we start to live like my sims have you ever played that game like the game of life yeah but you play it through like your vr so now it's almost like it's almost to me. It's almost like uh, you know, uh, Project Sukiyomi. What's that? Uh, in Naruto, you know, like Madara's plan to like hypnotize everybody and make them like live in their own reality, like their own reality that they want to live in. It's gonna be some shit like that. Oh, bro, it's crazy because like niggas gonna be in the NBA. This shit is in everywhere. And one of my favorite shows, The 100, Allie. Literally, her name was AI, Allie, AI. You take your chip, you eat the chip, and now you're living in your head. You don't live in real, like, your, your physical body. You're living in a utopia that AI created for no, everybody to feel no pain. That's where we're headed, bro. And it's really scary because once you see this shit in the movies, and you take them blinders off and you realize, oh, MK Ultra is a real fucking thing that they do. And they're still doing. They really tried to brainwash motherfuckers. And some of these motherfuckers they was brainwashing turned out to be some of the biggest terrorists known to man. Fucking uh, who, the Unabomber. The, who else? Fred Kaczynski. All these like serial killers were under the fucking Harvard MK Ultra experiments. And they're doing it on the American people. And once you realize that and you take the blinders off and you start seeing this shit in all these movies, then you start seeing this shit happen in real life. You get scared as fuck because you're the only one that realizes it. Mm -hmm. And everybody else is like, 
Nah, it's just a coincidence. No. Y'all not gonna realize till it's too fucking late. And like it's just sad to say. And I'm about to just like turn my back on these niggas at this point. Because I'm, I'm not staying with y'all. I'm gonna be honest, like my uh I forgot who asked me if I was gonna have kids. I think it was my dad or something. And I was like, honestly, I don't know. Cause I honestly don't know if I want to bring them into this world. Like, bro, for real. But especially if they catch like the you know how we caught the uh like the end and like the beginning of technology yeah like technology being like this i especially if he's like on the cliffhanger of that i definitely don't want to bring him in i mean i, I don't even want to bring him in if if it's after two but like i don't want it's like that's the thing like when, and i don't want to put my kids through that when we kick and like i think about all the bullshit i had to go through just to get where i am I don't know my kid wouldn't have to necessarily go through that shit because I had to go through it for him. But to an extent, he would still have to navigate this bullshit-ass world. Exactly. And, like, and it's getting harder to navigate through, too. So that, that's the hardest part. I was stepping on motherfuckers' toes with exactly. staying true to yourself. So it's like, this is how I think of it, right? It's like, I mean, like you said, I don't know if I want to bring a kid in this world because it's like, when by the time we're it's, this isn't going to happen in our lifetime, but probably towards the end, where that neural link is a thing, these bionic arms is a thing, these bionic hearts, eyes like people are going to start becoming cyborgs. Mm -hmm. So you got to think do you want to bring a kid in the world to where you might be gone and he has to grapple with do he go with the crowd and become a cyborg? And now your lineage is gone is fucking something else or like do you just it's like it's very hard and it's difficult what decisions like you you choose to make because i don't know i feel like a lot of people just do shit and don't really like think that big of, about it mm -hmm. but it's like i don't know me knowing the shit i know about this world there's no way i want to do that to my kid and for all the people that think this is just like bullshit because a lot of people think the shit we talk about is crazy when it comes from real places. Like, you could literally log on to Spotify and watch the Joe Rogan, Elon Musk video and see him talking about the implication of Neuralink in the next two years. That was, like, a year ago. So, I think they're already testing it out on people. Yeah, they are. Like, this is – and that's – the Neuralink is something that's going to go in the back of your brain – and it's going to be able to communicate with other people that have it. It's going to be able to cure diseases and shit like that. It's going to be able to give you a uh, mobility in places you haven't had mobility before. And it's like, that's going to, that, that he plans to have that shit out next year. So like for people thinking that we just sitting here, oh, there's not going to be robot people walking around. There's going to be robot people walking around in the next there, year. There already is. Y'all just don't know. And exactly. And that's because y'all can't see the body. Y'all can't, there's no robotic arms yet. Cause they're now they're fucking with the brain. But once they start getting to the arms and shit, then you're going to really see like, Oh, there's like, there's really uh robots out here. Niggas don't even realize our whole lives is controlled by robots already. Facts. Like they like, nah, we control them. Do you? No, no, you don't at all. Because no matter what, we can't do shit without these motherfuckers. Oh God, like we can't even go to class. Like I got two classes online. And if I didn't have a computer, like they're making it to where you need a computer to go through school. 
And it's like, I remember my dad was like a big advocate for this. He was like, what if kids don't have computers at home? And this was like back in like 2012, 2011. I didn't have a computer at home. Yeah, this was like 2012, 2011. And we're saying the same shit now. It's going to be the same thing with the VR shit because now they're going to make it to where you just can't go back to school. And then now in order to go to school, in order to do these things, you're going to need this virtual reality. And then now that was literally going to be like a player hub. Like the college campus is going to be like the, the main hub. And then you got, you know how like you got people walking around, you can meet and chat and then you got to go to class. Like, it's literally going to be like that. And then it, it, eventually we're just going to lose a sense of reality. And then that's when the simulation shit goes into play. And honestly, I think that's going to be the simulation theory. So you think, do you think we are in the midst of creating the simulation that would be the simulation theory? Or are we already in it? That's hard. Because if we're already in it, then that means we're like, nah, I feel like we're creating it. In my in my humble opinion, because I feel like if we had if we had come from a simulation, people wouldn't reset the earth like they did. You feel me? Like people wouldn't reset the earth to have like primitive species of humans and to have you know disasters or whatever. I mean, maybe they would, but I just feel like we wouldn't know so much about history if we are already in a simulation. So I feel like we're creating the simulation. Oh no, this is like really crazy. Like when you like really think about it, oh. there's nothing really than feelings at all. Like how you feel. There's nothing realer than that because you can't describe that. And words are man-made, so they're not 100% real because they have definitions, and definitions differ among people, whether it be slightly or largely. So, but the way you feel, like, you can't describe a scared feeling, but that scared feeling is real. You know, you know what I mean? And, like, whenever I talk about this shit, the feeling, I, I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is, but I, I don't know. I get a feeling, and it's scary. That's all I can say. It is. I don't know. It is scary. And it's like, as much as we sit up here and yip and yap, it's like we really have no control over it, if we're being completely real. Like, we don't have control over the shit that niggas is doing. We don't have control over what Elon Musk is doing. So it's like, we're kind of like, it's like, to me, it's the equivalent of being in a roller coaster and you don't know where the fuck is going to end up. But you're sitting there warning people like, this shit, this shit is going to crash. It's going to crash. But it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to fucking stop the, the, the roller coaster? You can't. So you just got to sit there knowing that the destination is fucked up and you just got to sit there and ride. Exactly. Like, I think I would feel, I think I would feel safer almost if a motherfucker just came and got me. Cause like, then it's like, damn, I don't got, like one, I know I'm right and I'm not crazy. And two, I don't gotta just 
fucking watch the fucking the plane crash. I don't gotta watch the building burn while I'm inside of it. Like I'm trying to warn y'all, but y'all are locking me in the building with y'all. But to be and not but, even giving me a choice. But like my bad to cut you off. Oh, you good. Because this leads into like that the whole Joe Biden shit is scaring me. Because like they put this, they really put this nigga in the office. Not only is he incompetent, the nigga's doing a whole bunch of bullshit and nobody's talking. Like, remember when we were like, everybody was in the politics for like three months and then everybody just stopped? Like, that's literally how it is. Like, he's doing a whole bunch of, nigga took, took the US troops out of Afghanistan. Now Afghanistan got taken over by a fucking criminal group. And it's just like, how are niggas not, looking at this like damn like and then he had a fucking this, this dude asked him right he was like have you seen the polls about you being incompetent and about you being a, a bad president or whatever and he was like nah i haven't seen that poll yet mind you the shit was published by cbs or like in nsb whatever the shit is right so like a big news source and it's like didn't nobody like but when Trump was saying shit like, oh, the news is fake and shit like that, like everybody was on their ass. I mean, everybody was on his ass. So it's like, it's scary to me because people are really, they're starting to stop paying attention to the real issues in the world. And when, we, when we're not paying attention is when the most goes on. So this, everything that you thought was bad is just gonna get, everything you thought was bad in 2019 and 2020, it's just gonna get accelerated because nobody's paying attention again. Like, and nobody's saying shit. Nobody's criticizing the. You niggas. know what's crazy? What? Niggas are with this Taliban situation. Motherfuckers are still talking about Trump. Exactly. That shit is insane to me. <laughs> it's like we have a motherfucking office that y'all won't even dare talk about. And y'all are still talking about a nigga that lost the parent. According to y'all, he lost. So why do you care? They're saying that the Washington Post said that the Taliban incites less violence than Trump. But you know, you know, and y'all follow this shit though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got. Let me get this. Y'all follow this shit religiously, and y'all probably agree with that shit. And y'all know who the Taliban is? Y'all know how many niggas they've killed? <laughs> like, seriously, though. Like, actual bro. niggas, though? Not even just people. Like, niggas? For all y'all fucking people who love black people, apparently. Like, y'all be bullshitting so much. And I'm fucking tired of it. That's just Because unless the news is saying it, y'all don't give a fuck. For real. And, like, and unless the news can brainwash y'all ass so fucking easy. And it's embarrassing. Go ahead. You, you know what actually was crazy is like they're they're having these polls a lot about is Joe Biden good or not or is he bad and so many people are saying no he's not but my thing is like no man no no news sources is reporting this I get my shit from Ben Shapiro and he's not part of a news source I mean I guess he's part of the Daily Wire but that's his own shit but it's like no nobody's reporting this but the most important thing is like why the fuck aren't they uh, holding up that impeachment poster like they did with Trump, like his, his like approval rate is is like his. I, I forgot the numbers, bro. Right? But I 
the disapproval so but about the Taliban shit the disapproval rate was like 74% or something like that you know what's crazy? The people said that he could have did that shit way better. And you know what they about? They about to do that switch. They about to yeah. get Kamala in there. Oh, they about yeah. to do it soon because it came out Kamala don't even want to go out on stage with him no more. She think he he don't need to be up in there. So they about to do that switch soon. Y'all need to be ready for that. Mm-hmm. But like they did the same thing with Cuomo. Look, all this shit was coming out about Cuomo with all these sexual... Nobody was saying shit. That shit was, they just put a little bit out, but as soon as it gets removed, everybody's like, fuck Cuomo, yeah, he's a bitch, he's a... I'm like, y'all are the fakest motherfuckers I've ever seen. Bro, and that shit's been... Like, as soon as the news and the mainstream media says it's okay, all right, we can hate this nigga now. Exactly, bro. But this shit's been coming out since 2019, since COVID was beginning, bro. Like, and the fact that it takes two years to get somebody out of office that fucking not only did he kill those those uh elderly people which is the worst shit that he could have done the nigga was getting accused for two years of inappropriately touching women and it's just like over like 50 and it's just like now niggas want to pay attention now that it's convenient but we've been so now that he all out of office now he did it man that shit is crazy bro and he didn't even get kicked out of office he stepped down so the nigga really just retired Probably got paid for the shit too. Bro, yeah, bro. This shit is like once you take the blinders off, bro, it's like you realize how fucked up this world is. And it's it's sad, bro. Like it's scary. Bro, it's scary. Like, bro, it's so like depressing, bro. It'd be making a real ass nigga like me want to cry sometimes. Cause like it's really sad how sleep so many people are. And how so how how so easily manipulated and controlled they are. That's, that's what, the saddest thing. Yeah, that's what gets me is like, you niggas really believe this stuff? Like that's and it's like I believe it with all like I was having a conversation with this one dude, and he was trying to tell me, like, yo, it's the greatest human feat that you know our, our medicine was able to create a back this soon and this and that. And I was like. I was like, bro, get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Because he was trying to come at me for not feeling comfortable about getting it. And I was like, nigga, if I, like, that shit pisses me off. That's why I'll just start. And even if I'm like, I do it for religious exemption reasons, niggas was questioning me. Exactly, bro. Like, see, that's the thing. Like, I'm not a fan of, of religion, but I know when religion starts getting tampered with, oh, they don't give no fucks. They don't care about nothing. They don't give a fuck about what you feel, what your opinion is. Once you once they step over that religion line, all that other shit goes out the window. Cause they already they're challenging the highest power possible. The Pope, the Catholic Church, the, the Pope is still the most powerful nigga on this earth. And once you start challenging shit like that, oh they didn't, yeah, they, we lost control. There is no turning back. Niggas wasn't testing religion back in the day. That's what I'm saying. And that's what's scary. Like, niggas would deadass go on Instagram, and you will get canceled faster for saying some bad shit about transgender than about Jesus. And I don't even necessarily agree with the fucking Bible at all, but that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy right there. Especially because religion has held a staple in this society for so long. And And, of course, people say, like, oh, this is the land of the free. Like, you can be whatever religion. 
Christianity is the American religion. Like, let's not sit not up. Really, it's the world religion. Yeah, it's a world religion. Let's too. be real. It's a world religion too, but like to sit up here and be like, oh, like Christianity isn't like Christianity controls the world. And now that they're taking that shit out, it's like you can't even you can't even believe in some fake shit no more. Because I mean the Bible isn't fake or nothing. I'm not saying that, but you can't even believe in some quote unquote fake shit no more without them trying to change that shit. You can't believe that a guy sat up there, farted, and made the earth come real. I mean, become real without them challenging the shit. Yeah, I mean, and that's fucked up. Cause like, I, like, like I said, I don't necessarily agree with all of it, but I would never like argue with a religious person about it exactly. because like. That's what they believe. If you believe that I have no right to, you know, say that's not right, wrong, or wrong or right. That's fucked up. But, um, you know, before we get off, off here, you know, these last two points, you know, I wanted to bring up. The FDA just approved the VAC. So, I mean, take that how y'all want it, honestly. But this last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, there was this shark tank and it, it's only had female inhabitants for like the last 10, 15 years. And recently they just, uh, there was a new baby shark found in it that was unborn in it. So what do you think about that? Like, how do you feel about that? That shit cold, bro. It's like, I don't know. See, I kind of believe I, I had this theory. Wait, and, um, can you say it again? My bad. Can you say it again? So there was this female, there's this female shark tank. Mm-hmm. And um it's only been females in it for the last 15 years. And recently there was a newborn ba- baby shark discovered in it. Uh-huh. Meaning the females would have had this asexually reproduced. Oh. This oh. Yeah, bro. I don't know. That's I mean, I wrote a report on this. I did a whole research paper. It was like a 25-page paper my senior year um, on fucking Lucy, the first human being, and how women have the power to asexually reproduce. And this is what I mean when I say women are not equal to men. Y'all are more powerful than us. As long as y'all try and act like men and try and beat men at a manly game, y'all are not y'all. Y'all are always gonna come second. Like, it, like just think about it. if y'all was just, you know, about being women, and being y'all powerful selves. Like y'all can literally bring life in the earth. Literally, nobody would be alive without y'all. But y'all are so busy trying to be niggas. For what? We are dumb as fuck. Let me ask you this though, because I talked to a, to a person that's like very feminist, and. I agree with her on this on this statement. It's like you only well not you only, but you get the most recognition when you do men shit. You feel me? If that makes sense. Like a woman doesn't necessarily but, for who? but let me but let me say this. A woman doesn't get attention from being a woman. They get attention from being attractive to men. You think about like all the bitches that get attention from men are like the thick Instagram models, but they only get attention because men are attracted to them. So, okay. so it's the same thing with like sport. With, with, if, if we live in a society where guys get the most attention, 
then it should be only fair that a woman feels like they need to do do what guys are doing to get the most attention. Like the like okay, that. Okay, I have a question. What's up? Who is giving these um went the women attention? Men. All right. Who gives men attention? Men, other men. So why should women care? But that's why can't they give themselves attention. But that's very easy to say from the outside looking in. It's like that's like saying, why do we care? I don't give a fuck. Well, I care a little bit. Like you, I care. <laughs> like what I wear and shit, I care a little bit. Like I want to look good when I go outside. So I feel like it's a, like if a girl knows that guys make more money in 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 guy fields. So like. I'm not gonna bring up the NBA and WNBA comparison because obviously the NBA. Oh, you can just bring out the the glass uh, revolving door, the glass ceiling, about how like just pay wages aren't like among engineering, for instance, pay pay wages aren't the same. Yeah, well, I'm just saying women aren't being. Uh, applauded for being women they're being applauded for attracting men and i understand this is what i'm saying and i'm not disagreeing with you i definitely like that's true but i think just like there are a bunch of men who give or just people in general who give dumbasses attention it's, the, it's just the same way with women. You don't have to accept that. Like, you can either be like, damn, I want attention, so I'm going to go be, like, a dumbass. You can be like, damn, I want attention, so I'm going to go shake my ass on the internet. But you don't have to do that. But is there more dumbasses making money or more IG models making money? Probably dumbasses. Because IG models can be dumbasses, too. So, like... like I'm, oh, I thought you meant, like, blatant dumbass. Like, jumping off a cliff. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, that too. <laughs> but yeah, like, I I get, I agree. Like women, I feel like women are like, like bro. I love women so much. Me too. I, I just like really don't like how, you know, y'all act sometimes. And I know it's like partly our fault, but we act how we act based on y'all. That's facts. That's facts. Because if a woman, whatever a woman says she likes, nine times out of ten, the the whole male race gonna follow that shit. Mm-hmm. Like girls say they like abs, niggas gonna be in the gym trying to get shredded. For real. So like, yeah, but that's hella true. Oh, I was on my abs shit until a girl told me she was like, I don't really like abs. Yeah, I, I heard that shit too. I hella because like I heard that shit don't even feel nice to them in the bed. I, I guess it's like aesthetically pleasing, but like. You feel me? Like you, they gonna lay on some hard ass ripped abs? Like I've had that complaint hella times. Like where I'll be laying down, and like a girl, a girl will fall back on me, and she'll have a big ass knot on the back of her head when she gets up. I'll be like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you just too buzz. Exactly, bro. And I'll be like, it is what it is. Like I apologize. Yeah, but. Uh, you got any final words for the people? Uh, yeah, I got a quote. You feel me? This is like, and it's not really going to be a quote. It's just like a thought that I want people to sit with. Um, you got to find that balance 
between being too hard on yourself and loving yourself. You got to have a yin-yang with everything, everybody. Mm-hmm. All right. Too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too much, you, too much water can kill you. Literally. Too much happiness turns into... Fuck, hell. bro. Fuck. <laughs> all right, but thank y'all for listening. Um, Make sure y'all check out our... If y'all are listening to our podcast, please be subscribed to our YouTube exactly. because we're much more, we're going to be like, I know y'all like seeing us and shit or at least hearing us, but we're going to be like talking on you or on YouTube more. Not to say we're going to stop doing podcasts. You're, you're going to, I promise you guys will always get at least one podcast a week. We're shooting for probably three now because, uh, or yeah, two for me and Andre, just me and Andre. And then um, each of us are going to interview one person in person um, every week from our various campuses. So you're going to be hearing a lot of different people. There's a lot of international kids that go to my school. Uh, Besides that, you'll be hearing from kids living on the East Coast versus the West Coast. So, like, there's a lot of different diverging perspectives and you know, be ready for that. We're, bro, we're really doing, like, some shit that nobody's doing, for real. Like, we're in college, you feel me? I know there's, like, a lot of YouTubers that started in college, but we're trying to build something that... We're not trying to build a YouTube channel. Yeah, we're trying to build, like, a community. Yeah, bro, like, seriously. That's why, like, bro, I ain't even gonna say too much, but, like, just stay tuned with the YouTube. Yeah, for real. And, like, there's so many heads hating, and, like, literally, I'm just pushing through all that shit, not only for myself, but for y'all mainly, and for the community, and for what I, for the change I know it can make. Exactly. Because I feel like it's not going to be easy, and I just got to accept that, you feel me? Like, it's going to be bullshit, you just got to go through it and not give a fuck, and that's my advice to y'all, man. Exactly. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, remember, ain't nothing easy in life. Like, you feel me? Streaming video games may seem easy until you realize them niggas sit in a chair for 12 hours a day. You try to sit in a chair for 12 hours a day. So like, ain't, ain't nothing easy, no matter how easy it may look on the surface. So just, you know, just realize that. And not only realize it for yourself, but appreciate it from others. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Bitch.